Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Brooklyn Stone, who supports startups in tech, biotech and AI in the San Francisco Bay Area to find and create a physical location that matches their needs, their finances and their culture. And this means real estate searches, vendor recommendations, architects, contractors, all that, all that stuff that you need to do and making sure that actually the space is created where they can actually enjoy their business and grow their vision. I love that. Hey, Brooklyn, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. This is going to be exciting. Yeah, it is. Well, let's get straight into it. So can you expand a bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? So where I am today with my business, it all started, I'd like to say how it started. In 2017, let's go back. I am a licensed therapist and I worked with people that had schizophrenia and were severely and chronically mentally ill. And mm-hmm. I ran a clinic for those that clientele that um, emotionally saturated and needed to move on. And I have a, a psych degree that's good for nothing but that. So I was trying to figure out with my life, what can I do? Well, that gets you into HR in corporations, which is um, rules and laws and Oh, policies and procedures and red tape. And I did that for a little bit and I was so utterly bored. And somehow so I had it, there was a company that said, you're really good at enforcing HR without people being, oh God, I have to go to HR. Do you want to come work for us? And instead of building HR, build our culture. We And I was employee number 12 at this medical device company in the Bay Area in 20. 12, 2013. And so when I went in, they had a facility, they had, you know, a few employees, they had engineers and, you know, scientists, and which was great. And there were a lot of pain points. And so what I started doing was looking at, you know, why are people like, why do they want to come to work? And why do they not? And the building itself wasn't working, it was too small. Mm. And so in taking some of my background with me, I was like, okay, let's Let's change this. Let's change how we do things. And so when we hired people, I was like, hey, can I help with hiring? They're like, you don't know scientists. You don't know engineers. I'm like, you are absolutely right. Um, But I know people. And Uh so we started hiring people and I would push the line of what you could ask in an interview without breaking the law and really see if they were a fit at this company. Hmm. And really they were like, when they would walk around, I don't know what Dave the scientist is doing, 
but I do know that Dave is six foot five and can reach the high shelves for all of us short people. And so that's how I would introduce Dave, right? And, you know, Jane over here is the mother hen of the place. She's Mm. made, her desk is messy, messy, all of this stuff, but she knows who eats what and who's allergic to what. And, And really like, they're like, wow, you really know people and people know each other here. I'd like to work here. Oh, by the way, what do you guys do again? Because I think that, that 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 era, I think that's kind of beautiful in sort of you wading in in this new kind of different area, and there's just one sort of concept I'll sort of just pick on that at the moment because with, sure. with the environmental aspect of us, everyone, um, it breaks down to three categories: your circles, your spaces, and technology. So. It sounds like to just focus on those three areas, the circles, the people who's mm-hmm. around you yep. in real and, and virtual. But the spaces are one of the places that you you started to just dig into, which is the environments, the office space, yeah. um, the how it feels when you're there. I mean, in technology, you can cover that another time, but it sounds like it's more the people and the space Always. around you. They can control, they can trigger us, they can they can make or they they are the culture right right absolutely and so you know with this particular company when we needed to move to a bigger building you know i went to all of the employees and met with them what is your pain point what do you like what would your perfect what's your dream employment place what's your nice to have and then Mm -hmm. from taking that i'm able to come up with what where should we look for real estate for the next place and you know what do they what's really important to people and once I got that developed, then I go to the board and the the executives and say, hey, here's what they want. Now, is this the company you guys want? And if not, then let's, if if we're not, if we're, if, if sea levels are going to build the culture and it's their way or the highway, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But then those employees need to know that before they've signed up. And mm-hmm. if, you know, so it's, I've you know, and so anyhow, we built this beautiful space that these executives were like, great, here's our budget. Go find what they want within this budget. That's never going to happen, but we can get close to it. And the other thing is, because I don't know if you know this, but California real estate's pretty expensive. Um, so we get out here and, you know, we find these places. And when we go, you know, when I'm giving weekly updates, monthly updates, like, hey, we heard your pain points. We're going to be able to do some of them, but not all of them. Yeah. But when people feel heard, when maybe they didn't get everything they wanted, when they feel heard and have a voice, they may not get a vote, mm. but that makes for an amazing culture. So anyhow, I built this, this culture up with this company. And when I left, it was 200 employees, which is really a good sweet spot to move on because at that point you need other people but they fired me. I didn't leave voluntarily. Ooh. I walked in one day and they're like, yeah, they're like, hey, guess what? And they're, I was like, what? And they're like, well, today's going to be a really hard day. I said, okay. And they said, so unfortunately, this is where we part ways. And so I said, all right. And I sat there for like 10 minutes and all these men are just staring at me. And I'm like, are you guys packing up my desk now or... Security is um, behind me, right? They're, they're literally standing behind me, aren't they? <laughs> right. We, I'm like, well, I, I, we didn't have security, right? But uh, I'm just chuckling and they're like, oh, no. They were like, um, 
we need you to work another week because we need to train people how to do your job. And I'm like, that is the most interesting thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, but I am fired. And they're like, oh, yes. And I said, okay, is there a reason? And they're like, because you don't work here anymore. That was the reason. And so I said, you know, I'm going to go home and think about it. And I walked into my house and I said, I, I would talk to my, my wife and my son. And I'm like, they're like, are you okay? And I looked at them and I said, I got fired today. And my son said, that is the best news ever. And my wife said, let's go celebrate. And I was like, no, no, I don't think you guys heard. And they did hear. And they're like, this job has been pulling at your soul for six months. We yeah. want you back. So, you, you know, know, I pause, left. Pause, pause. pause episode. Oh my gosh. It's, I want, we want you back. Fuck. Mm -hmm. now, right. How? We can, we can pause that story right now and just just, just yeah. discuss this one element because that's yeah. that's huge. Where did you where did you lose your way during that time? So, did you know it? No, not a clue. No. Um, okay. And because you know, I had spent so much time just my son is my world. I love my wife too, but my son is just every he is my why for everything. Yeah. And so I had spent so much time in devotion to him. But at some point, you know, he's at this point in high school and I'm like, he's going to leave and have his own life. I'm like, I better start a career because I plan on living here. It's expensive. I better go do what you do in Silicon Valley, which is make yourself successful. You need to be a C-level by the time you're a certain age. My salary better be this. And none of that had happened because I was a mom first. And yeah. You know, over the, the two years before I got that information, I had really changed just work, work, work. Let me, and I really wanted to become the definition of Silicon Valley success. Hmm. So, um, and I didn't, it was a slow transition, so I didn't see it happening. And, you know, I didn't notice that I, I hate high heels. I hate them. But so all of a you, sudden they're like, well, you're wearing you high get heels. get yourself along that way? Oh, goodness. I did. I did. Okay, so you you heard from your family that hey, fuck yes, we're so pleased. That's exactly you mm -hmm. you you get to be yourself again. So yeah, let's let's fast forward through that to now you're a professional in your own right. Now you're Correct. doing things slightly differently for yourself. Yeah. It's not going to be all perfect and you're going to continue to lose yourself at certain times. It happens. What has this taught you and how have you been able to apply this to your current business? Well, it taught me a lot because I like that. I, for, I, I forgot myself. Right. And so when I got fired, instead of quickly looking for another job, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take three to six months off and just remember who I am. And what did I, what did I like about Brooklyn? Because I didn't even know anymore. So I liked doing stuff with my family. So I started, we planned some trips. It's like, you know, I have always wanted to have a big ass Jeep that I can take crawling. And I've never had time to do that. So I'm gonna go buy a Jeep, you know, and just spend time with what I like mm -hmm. doing. So I did that for a few months. And then, and, you know, and then it was like, I, I got back to who I was, which is, 
you know, spending time with my family and being present for them, not just in the room with them. Yeah. You know, I'm like, we don't need TVs. Why do we have all these TVs? And they're like, well, that's what we do when you're at work. All right, let's get rid of the TVs. You know, and Fuck, like, look what I've created had... at home. Oh my gosh. Now, TV you know, a place. So, Absolutely, but, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah. and what I realized is what did I like about that job in the beginning? let's go back. How can I do that? And I didn't know how to do that. And then I was like, you know, before when I wasn't trying to be a, a Silicon Valley success, I wanted to like what I did during the day. And it wasn't about mm. money. And so someone was like, Hey, do you want to help me do this job for two weeks? And it was so beneath me. I loved it. I loved it. And, um, mm. you know, so people are like, wow, you did that really well. This company was like, and I helped them like move from office A to office B. And I was like, well, I like schedules. You know, while God was giving out fashion sense, I was in the line for love of Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, I'll take a spreadsheet, so, please. I'll take I'll that skill. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, and they're like, but we've, they're like, we move regularly and our employees are always so stressed and so bombarded and they just they say when you're there they don't feel stressed they feel energized uh -huh. um and so it bloomed into they're like we we don't need to move we need a building you want to help us with that have you ever done that yes i have so um and i was able to bring what i liked to it but because um i'm so collaborating with people this way you've built your, your current business, where you've built the life you yeah. have right now, it sounds like it yes. was a little bit of, you, you lost your way. Um, you were brought back into reality with a little plot twist. Then hmm. you dabbled, you explored, you played. And yeah. then the opportunities kind of fell at you. And it was up to you to say, yes, of course it was. But these, sure. do, you, do you do this? Yeah, of course they do. Are you joining this? Um, absolutely. There, there are these kind of subtle plays from from God, source, the universe, whatever you believe in. That's yeah. like, hey, these little nuggets that you're able to see because you're in this place of play, of fun, of just trying to enjoy. So that must mean that crumbs, right? And you have no challenges, no problems. You you have the worldly experience. Everything is tickety boo, right? Everything is plain right. sailing. I don't have a problem in the world <laughs> oh goodness isn't that funny um I think life is always full of I want to say problems but you know what to me that's where the magic happens whether mm -hmm. it's at work at home it doesn't matter it's when when whether it's two people or 200 people are not on the same page that only then can you get to it to me a genuine authentic place that you know someone once said you know it, we're going to end up at the truth. Let's just start there. So, you know, and the truth has legs, it stands. So let's just start there. And that means sometimes, you know, which I wasn't able to do with that, that startup, but now that you can't fire me, you've already hired me. And if you want to end the contract, so be it. Um, that doesn't mean I'm not respectful. It doesn't mean I'm unprofessional, but what it does mean is that if I see an issue from the beginning, I'm going to talk about it. It's, we are going to talk about what's in the room. Hmm. You know, and and it it really gives a foundation for the entire project. Yeah, and that that bit yeah. about trust, I you know, start with the truth, yeah. and I will always drop a a bombshell there, which is it's no such thing. I mean, there's our perception of the truth, so we can right. we both have our views of this, 
and right. yeah like most people are like oh yeah i get that it's, it's it's if you sit with this concept oh my gosh it is there is so much it affords so much more respect so much more understanding and also it breaks right. down the barriers of you know what my truth my perception my experience is not what other people are having therefore there's right. something beautiful and scary about this this very concept right it is. And, and, and I, you just hit the nail on the head, but one of the things, and I know we're all adults in the world, but you said play and play is also where magic happens. So oftentimes if I can tell a group of people that I work with, like I'm right, I'm right. My department needs this. My department needs this. And this isn't matching. Okay. I'll go in and I'm going to say, I have an exercise and I have this really big beach ball, huge. And it's one side is white. One side is black. And I will have people like come sit. I'm like, just sit on your chairs. Here's a beach ball. And then I have two people. I'll find a room that has two doors and I'll have them blindfolded and I will walk one in and they're standing and staring at the black side of the beach ball. The other person comes in from another door staring at the white side of the beach ball. And I said, okay, without doing anything but opening your eyes, what color is the beach ball? black and the other one's like no it's white it's black it's white and the people these you know whether it's 10 people or 200 watching this process can see they are both correct mm. and then i say okay walk to the other side and it's such a silly like thing you could do with three-year-olds but it works with all of us i'm like so you know you and i'll have them kind of argue that who's right who's wrong before they I'm like walk to the other side and i'm like so that's really i'm like every issue we're coming at is this beach ball Mm. you're bringing what you see to it and it doesn't make the other person's invalid and it doesn't make yours invalid because the truth is you're both right and you're both wrong and to me that's when you can see that it's not so black and white obviously the, the, the ball is perfect for that you know it really it just opens the door to look at things differently and I often start with that when I can tell there's going to be really strong it's got to be mm. this way and I know what I'm seeing well, I want to sort of turn this on, on us as well, because it's all good and well to say, yeah. well, here's what other people should be doing. Here are the concepts. Here are the principles. Um, in in practice, it's slightly different. You can know all the concepts, know all yeah. the stuff you need, but doing it with these emotions and brain chemicals is a different, it's a different situation. So with this perception, what what do you see right now with your business that you're seeing? No, it's fucking white. The beach ball is white, that actually there might be there could be a different angle but it's tough for you to see let's play with this concept with with you right now and make this real sure so such a good question um i think that sometimes because i i, I know what to do i know where the you know where the the speed bumps in the road are but I think yeah. when I get really sure of myself, if I'm really sure I know what's best for my client, and I do that from time to time, mm. um, then I've really come in as the expert. And I've come in as the expert of their business instead of the expert on how to do this project. And and I and it's really it's it's arrogance, right? And it's it's a little bit of arrogance. And and I can say it. So I think what I can do is. I'm good at spotting it after, sometimes after the fact, yeah. but once I spot it, I get to clean it up Yeah, and I get to go and say, Hey, you know what? 
I was sure that this is the way it needed to go. And this was the right vendor for you. And you forced me to go do this vendor. Mm. And it's a new vendor that I actually really like. And now I have yet another, you know, vendor in my, you know, my, my pocket to use. And I'll just sit and say, and I'm really sorry that I pushed what I thought was the right solution on you. Yeah. You know, and that's really all we can do. But I can certainly, it's easy when I see, especially if I have a client who along the way, when I say, hey, we should try this. No. Hey, we should try this. No. And they're, they, I get a lot of no's from them. Mm. Then um, at that point, then I'm like, I'm, I know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> But that, I guess so, this, this confidence can sort of shift and 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 evolve over time. I mean, we were chatting away before we, yeah. we press record about you know, current situations and what it's like for you as the business owner. And it's always fascinating to hear these sort of glimpses and understanding. What you're saying there about you can walk in as you know, maybe the ego takes the role sometimes. Maybe the confidence comes in. I, I know what I'm doing. Here's this thing. And it, you need to find out what's right for your clients. But yes. the flip side of that is when someone else comes in with their confidence, with their perspective and right. bulldozes, maybe on purpose, maybe by accident, but just showing up. And that makes the other person shrink, move away, right. not want yeah. to do it. So can you talk from, from both perspectives there? Because I know you've been on both sides sure. of it. Yeah. And I, well, you know, I can give a specific example. There was, you know, I had a specific client and they're looking at real estate and they they found a building they liked. And I'm like, hey, you need to do basically an inspection before you sign this lease. And, mm. you know, they're like, our, our attorneys have reviewed it. It's all good. And I said, mm, here's why I think you should go do this before you sign it, because if something's wrong with this building. You're now responsible for it. And I said, they're like, but the inspection you want us to do is $30,000. Why would we spend 30,000 on a building? It may say like that we don't want. And I'm like, well, they're like, when we trust that the landlords, if something's bad, wrong, they're going to fix it. So, um, (laughs) you know, they sign the lease. Um, and then you have to do the inspection when you start construction. It's not a choice. The cities make you. So we go do the inspection and then I have to deliver the news that there's something wrong with part of the building and I'm like so here and I've got three repairs on fixing it and the repairs ranged from one to three million dollars just for repairing one part of it and they're like that's that's ridiculous we don't have that money and at that point then I've got to really um not say I told you so why didn't you listen to me because this Mm -hmm. that does no good so that's the point where for me um God comes in because I'm like they're now I have a client who is really struggling and really scared or someone's in trouble because they've made a bad choice. So then it's really um, finding some compassion in me that, you know, that I didn't experience, you know, when I wasn't the boss Yeah. and find, finding that compassion and okay, here we are. How do we, how do we walk through it? Let's walk through it together and find that. And you've you've mentioned God or the universe or all of that. And I don't know what God is and my definition of God changes weekly, but I have absolute a million percent faith that there is some sort of higher power out there. Yeah. And um, so I often, because I will, my go-to reaction is you're a fucking idiot. Or if I'm mad at someone, I'll just, my car's bigger than yours. I'll just hit your car, I'll just tap it. That's who I am. That's how I stand in my bones. So I have to start my day with like an hour meditation to just get calm and centered. So when 
want to hit the car in front of me or when I want to tell someone you're a fucking moron. There's this just split second of, hey, don't don't do that. So it's managing. I think that's God. It's managing your energy. It's been able to have that focus of. Yeah, it's not just about what you do and how you do it, but what you bring to this. It's not just your perception, as we spoke about already, but the approach. The approach Correct. brings everything. The approach can make or break. You haven't done anything yet, but it's the energy that you bring to the situation yeah. or the person. Um, this this approach, because crumbs, we can go in so many different levels sure. here with, with, with this angle. Um, how we approach things within our business, with with partners, with results, success or failure, mm-hmm. it means a lot. Um, right. I know you're you're at the point where you're you're about to release a, a new book, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's it's yeah. been sat there. If only I'd pull the trigger, I'd be further ahead than I'm right now. But I'm sat on this. Your approach is is the opposite of how you've been able to work in business. This is slightly different. So, how what is it like to hold these different? approaches and perspectives as truth at the same time however you can see you can see the results in the two different areas of your business oh absolutely and it's 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 difficult to hold them both but but they are both a truth to me i don't think you know i'm 51 i didn't get here because i skipped through a meadow to 51 right so you know there are parts of me that what you know So my first grade teacher made me wear a little sign around school for a week that said, I am stupid. You know, those parts we bring with us and and they just rear their head like that. So what, and, and the facts will be in front of me. The fact is I wrote a book. I turned it over to this agent that someone had told me about. They said, here's, what do you think? And they're like, just so you know, you're going to probably burn through 10, 20, 50 agents before you find one. And she was like, I love this. Let's get it edited. Let's get it published. There's the fact of what was told to me. I went and got it edited, you know, just because you always need someone to read and say, hey, I don't get what you mean here. What, you know, fact check me, whatever. Say, I don't Mm. get it. This is stupid. This is irrelevant in the book. Um, And the editor was like, wow, this is so amazing. I love this book. And so she goes, but I have edits. And she had some, some, pretty strict ones and pretty stringent ones and that's okay um and so but still and so they're like now let's get a the book proposal sitting on it and that's like kind of the easiest part um Mm. and so i'm sitting on it because it's that person who had to wear the sign that said i'm stupid when you put yourself out there and um for me The other, when I, with the startups I help, which I love because I'm around people, I'm engaging, I'm, you know, I'm connecting. Mm. And I think when I connect with people, I shine. Book proposal, I'm sitting, I am sitting, you know, in Brooklyn land in my head talking about how I am not good enough. It's just me. Is this because with your, the business that you've built and been successful with, it's, there is, it's not, it's not the Brooklyn show. It's not just all about you. It's not there's there's collaboration there's there's more behind it maybe a bit more behind the scenes to a certain degree whereas this is fuck (laughs) this is different is that is that the flavor that you're you're at 
I did not know it until you just said that. You know, that's, that's, um, I think that's going to be one of those sentences. You know, I, I don't know if you know this, but or you experience this, but there are sentences that I've heard or said that sit with me. And there's not a lot. Maybe there's, you know, it's single digit sentences from birth to now, but that's probably going to be one of them. Yeah. Because if, if this tanks, it's just me. It's just me if this tanks. There's no one else who would be at fault. So that's yeah. it. So that's what's what's holding you back. That's this kind that, of. That would be it. Yeah. How's that feel? Look at the. Um. Honest. A little liberating, a little bit, yeah. and a fucking amount of like, oh god, fucking quit, hide the book, throw it away. No one needs to read it. You don't need that book to pay your bills. You've got a job. There's a lot of that, but I won't. Oh, so, so this 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 moment right now, we just yeah. I know we're real clear, which is kind of the, the fun part of this is like, oh shit, you just yeah. realized, you just this download. I, I saw you had to go back like, fuck, uh oh, you've never thought about this mm -hmm. before, not once. And right now, you've just given me all the justifications as to why you you can run away and park this. Uh, you know what you want course. to do, but there's it's almost unpacking things at a different new level that's like yeah you've got the experience yeah you've had all these things uh, but this is they say new level new devil that can be the new level same fucking devil just showing up in a different way but right. there's so much to this um crumbs i wish yeah. we had more time to unpack this this is fantastic yeah. to, to hold space for this this moment so um yeah 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 Again, like in my head right now, I'm like, why, why would I fucking do this podcast? This is the stupidest decision I've made, frankly. Stupid podcast with stupid, stupid bald podcast, British guy talking Mark. nonsense. But, um, <laughs> but, but again, it goes back to my entire philosophy on living is if you don't know yourself, it's, it's just to me a world of hurt if you don't know yourself. And if I don't, and I don't know, I... You know, Carl Jung says it takes 10 years to even know one aspect of ourselves. So we have like millions of lifetimes that we're going to have to unpack this. However, let's do as much as we can in this one. You started with a false belief when we were talking about the, the book part, which is yeah, you're going to burn through X amount of publishers or whatever. Some people have done that. Someone's done it in one shot. So yeah. again, truths. What is truth? Who knows? I'd rather live by truths that actually empower me rather than limit me. Yeah. So there are there are ways without being all Pollyanna about it and and you know blue sky everything everything's rainbows sure. and buttercups and unicorn farts. It's not always the case. But what are those things? So you know, looking at this, it, yeah, it takes ten years to know this aspect of ourselves. Yeah. Also, it takes one fucking question at the right time yeah. to break through everything. Right. Exhibit A: What you just had, what two three minutes ago beautiful yeah. when this happens i celebrate this we're breaking right. boundaries it's what it's all about right it is god i just i feel already like lighter like it's out there right just it's out there i know it okay here it is okay. yeah what's next everybody should be on this podcast ah. <laughs> everybody you know I, what's next that's a What's next is what's next. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I'm excited about it. Because it's right. the weight so, of keeping me from doing it. I'm not saying it's just gone. And now guess what? It's going to be well, maybe published tomorrow. I'm not saying that. But the weight of like, you know, I don't, when I sit down to do it, I'm like, oh, I should go do laundry. Oh, I should go eat the animals. Oh, I should do this for my son. My son needs this. Or I'm going to go, I'm going to go surprise my wife with flowers. Like the excuses to not do it. You know, it's they really, even though they're lovely things I do, they they feel heavy. Um, and that can't feel good for the people I'm doing it for either, because I think help, heaviness disguised as help is awful feeling for everybody. So it, it's going to be really interesting what the evening looks like around my people to see if they notice a difference. Mm, love that. Hey, get ready for mm. a part two. I'd love to invite you back on and be like, what happened after <laughs> awesome. the podcast? After Unforget Yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this has been fantastic. Really good. Really good. You're welcome. Hey, look, thank you so much for, for sharing your business, your story and crumbs not holding back at the end that was beautiful yeah. thank you so much for sharing with everyone today it's been such a pleasure thank you mark oh, you're welcome and look if people want to find out more about about you the amazing work that you do where can they find you um i'm gonna have to get back to you on that because that's i don't have a huge presence um because I kept myself kind of hidden and okay. that's that that's gonna change yeah yeah well when this podcast comes out Look down below in all the show notes. Yeah. If there's a link ready, it will be on there. If it's not, then hey, coming soon. Brooklyn Bam. Stone. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Brooklyn, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been such a pleasure for me too. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.